The views and discussion expressed on this program do not necessarily represent those of the hosts of the program, WMKV, Maple Knoll Communities, its staff, or management. The information and advice presented are educational in nature and not intended to be taken as legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Always consult with your own legal, accounting, or other professional before making any investment. Welcome to Real Life Real Estate Investing, a show to help you gain financial freedom by investing in real estate. Brought to you by the Real Estate Investors Association of Cincinnati and the Ohio Real Estate Investors Association. You're listening to Real Life Real Estate Investing on 89.3 FM WMKV. And now your host, Vena Jones-Cox. Good afternoon. I am Vena Jones-Cox, and this is Real Life Real Estate Investing, your national public radio source and I didn't mean to use that with a registered trademark I meant to say it's national and it's public radio and people can listen to it nationally for all the information that you need to get uh, financially independent through real estate investing and don't forget we are still offering an entire day of real estate education specifically on how to wholesale properties in today's market through WMKV and uh, you can either attend live on July 21st here at the studios or you can watch online on July 21st or you can order online and get the recordings of the entire day where we will be talking about the steps to wholesaling properties, how to find cash buyers for your deals, how to find the high equity owners you need to make deals with, how to build a wholesaling business that can create a six-figure income for you year in and year out. And it's just a $99 pledge to WMKV to attend live or online. You still have a chance to get a seat in that because four-fifths of the folks who ordered last week are going to be online. So we haven't filled the room up because... They, they're going to be sitting at their own desks and not in our chairs. You can get more information and get yourself registered by going to wmkvfm.org. Right there on the front page, you'll see the How to Wholesale in uh, t- t- 2012 uh, seminar. And you can simply order online or I'm, uh, I'm guessing you can probably also call the studio here at 877-772-9658. And for at least the next hour or so, there will be someone sitting at that desk who will know what you are talking about. So don't miss out on that opportunity. It's cheap and it supports public radio here on WMKV. Our topic today is how to double your income by changing your mind. And my guest is Raymond Aaron, who is an internationally known success and investment coach. He is the creator of the blog at Aaron.com and teaches all over the world about how to build businesses, build your income, get and stay on that path to financial independence. Joining us from his home is Raymond Aaron. Raymond, welcome to Real Life Real Estate. Oh, I'm honored to be in your show, Vina. We've known each other for so many years, and every time I see you, I'm overjoyed. You do such a good job, both live at at all your events, 
including this one coming up that you've just been talking about. And on radio, you do a great job and your clients love you. I know that about you. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you very much, Raymond. And uh, that was very that was very motivating to me. But in general, you are not a believer in, in, in just pure motivation as a way for people to achieve what they're trying to achieve. And, and you know, real estate entrepreneurs are really into that, you know. We all have we all have Zig Ziglar in our car and Brian Tracy on our iPods and we like to get hyped up, you know, and we like to get excited and we're told a lot that, you know, you, you gotta stay motivated if you're gonna if you're gonna succeed and do this business. But in your mind that's just really not the key to success. So so tell us what is. Okay. Well first of all, there's nothing wrong with being excited. You if if you are bored to tears, it's unlikely you're gonna make any money. So there's nothing wrong. Listen to Zig Ziglar and Tony Robbins as much as you want and get hyped up. But as Zig Ziglar became famous in saying to somebody who yelled out, um, motivation is crap because it wears off in a day, and he says, so do showers. That <laughs> I mean you shouldn't have one. And so there's nothing wrong with motivation. It's okay. But it's only going to get you part of the way. You, you can say, I want to buy real estate. I want to buy real estate all you want. I'm going to be a millionaire in real estate. You can say it all you want, but it's not going to get you there. And what you teach, Vina, is the how-to of how you get there. And what I do is beside what Vina does. What I do is in parallel with what she does. I am the number one expert in the world in teaching you how to set goals that actually achieve themselves automatically. And one of the, one of the issues is this. Let's say you get all excited. You want to buy real estate and somebody like Vina teaches you how to do it, or you read a book on it, and you get all excited, but you just don't go out and do it. Well, it's not Vina's fault, and to some extent, it's not even your fault. It's rather that you don't have a profound way of ensuring that what you want to do and what you learn how to do actually gets done. And I'll tell you why. If you don't show up for work tomorrow morning, somebody will notice. If you don't show up for work two or three, four days in a row, you get fired. In other words, somebody notices you're accountable to somebody. It actually matters. But if you don't buy real estate for three days in a row, nobody knows. Most people don't buy real estate within three days. And so what I teach is how to have your goals make you accountable. In fact, what I teach is quite exciting, how to have your goals achieve themselves automatically. Automatically is a word I had to make up because my clients around the world would phone me and Skype me and email me and postcard me and say, Raymond, I can't believe this. I, I've been wanting to do a particular thing, and they, then they say what it is that they want, buy a piece of real estate, rent out my vacant property, whatever it is, for weeks or months or decades, and I haven't been able to do it. I, I sign up for your program. I follow your system. I can't believe it. I, I'm achieving things I haven't been able to achieve in decades. And they say, I don't even have a word for it. And so I made one up. You'll achieve your goals automatically. So step number one, go get motivated. Nothing wrong with that. And then step 2A and 2B, you've got to do at the same time. 2A is learn how to do real estate. Learn from Dina. She's a marvel. She knows her stuff. She truly is the real estate goddess. And then learn from me, that's 2B, at exactly the same time, how to set goals so they achieve themselves. So we work together. You see, you learn from Dina how to how to how to buy real estate or how to wholesale it or how to flip it, how to rental it. And you learn from me how to actually make sure that you've written goals in such a way that you actually get done what you want to get done. 
And so when you learn from her how to do it, and you learn from me how to make sure you get it done, you're unstoppable. That's the secret. Very good. Now, uh, Raymond, we need to take a quick break. But when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about this goal setting thing and how it might be different than everything else we have heard about setting goals as well as the very difficult question of, okay, I can set all day, set goals all day long, but how do I actually get this stuff done when I've got a job and a life and a real estate business? We will also take your questions and comments, listeners, at 877-772-9658 or at askvina at gmail.com. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Vina Jones-Cox. My guest today is Raymond Aaron, who gives away his nationality every time he says the word about. He is, in fact, making his home in Canada, but speaks and invests all over the world. He is the author of six books, including the co-author of Chicken Soup for the Canadian Soul. Boy, will that man ever stop making money off of that chicken soup (laughs) thing. (laughs) He must have like 200 of those things now. It's like, you know, chicken soup for the puppy's soul. You got to got to admire that entrepreneurship that uh, they got going there. Uh, We're talking today about how to go beyond the usual rah-rah motivation stuff and actually do the things that you listeners have said over and over and over again that you want to do, that you need to do, whether that be in real estate or in some other aspect of your life. And uh, Raymond, before we took the break, we were talking a little bit about goal setting. And and I got to say, got to play devil's advocate here and say, we hear that a lot too in our, in our little industry here in real estate. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of uh, talk about, you know, write down your goals, put them on your mirror, read them every day. And yet I still see a lot of people who've got goals on the mirror who aren't reaching them. So Yes, well, putting a goal on your mirror is not going to do you any good. If the goal is written badly, you can put it on the mirror, you can scotch tape it to the ceiling over your bed so you see it when you wake up, you can say it 10 times before you go to sleep, it's not going to do you any good at all. Because every goal written is wrong. Every single goal. I hate to make such a sweeping, bold statement, but when I explain it to you, you'll understand. The wrong way to write a goal is what I call the binary way. And binary, as we know from computers, is one or zero, on or off, in or out, black or white. And similarly, people write goals in the dreaded binary way. They say, I will buy a property before, um, before Labor Day. And if they do buy a property this summer, then they feel good. And if they don't buy a property this summer, then they feel bad. And I will never condone a program that allows even one person to feel bad. And so I would never inv- never advise you to write a goal in the binary way. You might say, but every single goal is written in the binary way. I will graduate. Well, either you do or you don't. I will find the, the wife of my dreams. Well, either you will or you won't. You might say every single goal is binary. Yes, every single goal written, except using my technique, is written wrong. It's written in the binary way. And what I do is I teach you how to write goals in the MTO method. MTO. I created it, I teach it, I've trademarked it, no one else has the right to teach it. But all, of course, all my clients have the right to use it. And I can certainly explain it very briefly to your clients here right now, Vina. M stands for minimum, T stands for target, 
O stands for outrageous, minimum target outrageous. And what it means is this. For the minimum, you write down what you can be counted on to do based on your past performance, not based on your hopes or desires, but based on your past performance. Target would be the stretch, which a little beyond what, you're, what you think you can do. And outrageous is what you're sure you can't do. Now, hear me. Outrageous is what you're sure you cannot do. So let's say you want to buy a piece of real estate and you've never bought a piece of real estate before. You've taken one of Dina's courses. You're all inspired. You play Zig Ziglar and Tony Robbins in your car. You're all fired up. You got all the wisdom from Dina and you want to buy your very first piece of real estate. Well, if you write the dreaded binary goal, I will buy a piece of real estate by a certain date. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. You can look at it all you want. It's not going to help you. But what I do is I tell my clients to break it into three levels. The minimum might be choose a realtor. So you can't say buy a piece of real estate is your minimum because you've never bought a piece of real estate before and so you can't be counted on to do it. But you have met people in the past and so you can be counted on to meet people. So minimum might be um, meet a realtor. Target might be look at three houses and outrageous might be submit an offer. Now if that's your goal for the month of July, well, then you can certainly, certainly just meet a realtor and have a chat with a realtor. You can go around and see a few houses. That just means hopping in a realtor's car. And then you can submit an offer. It might scare you a bit. Maybe you've never done that before. Now, let's say you're more experienced. Maybe you bought 10 properties over the last 10 years, but you want to buy more properties. You got all excited by Vina. You want to make more money. You want to get rich. You want to retire wealthy. And so for you, if you already bought 10 properties, maybe minimum is to submit three offers this month, target is to submit 10 offers, and maybe outrageous is to get one. Hmm. Or if you're really, really advanced, minimum might be get one one offer accepted, target is to get two offers accepted, and outrageous is to get four offers accepted. You see, wherever you are, you devise a minimum, a target, and outrageous that suits you. Now, here's the funny thing that's going to happen. You're always going to hit your minimum because it's what you can be counted on to achieve based on your past performance. And so next month, even if you didn't buy a piece of real estate, you've at least met a realtor. You've at least placed an offer. You've at least done something. And so your minimum next month is going to be higher than your minimum was this month. And pretty soon, you'll actually get to your ultimate goal of buying real estate. And here's another funny thing. Even though outrageous is what you, can, what you know for sure you can't do, you'll be shocked. Sometimes you actually achieve your outrageous. It actually happens. It's amazing. I've been writing goals this way, and I've been teaching people how to write goals this way for 16 years. I have testimonials that fill an entire closet of thousands of people all around the world who are buying real estate successfully using my amazing MTO technique. Yeah, it, it seems to me, Raymond, like... Uh, some something happens particularly with newer real estate investors, but I mean we're 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 all subject to it because even folks who've been in the business for two decades, like I have, have things that they want to achieve that, or maybe go buy a different kind of property or go do a different kind of deal or double your business or you know some something that you know a newbie might say, gosh, I I wish I had that problem, <laughs> you know? right. but but uh, we do tend to we do tend to set the goal without regard to what the steps to reaching it might be. Right. And and it sounds like your MTO process, in a way, at least forces you to take that first baby step, which a lot of people can't do it because they see that big goal. I'm going to buy a property. I've never bought one before, but I'm going to buy one now, by golly. 
and they can't Vina, s- they can't see the steps in between. Vina, I did some independent research, and you'll be shocked when you hear it because I don't think I've ever told you this. I gathered together people who claim that they don't achieve goals. Like these are people when you say to them, "Do you typically achieve goals?" Ah, not me. I don't achieve goals. I write them down. I don't achieve them. I gathered a group of those people together. And I gave them dinner and chatted with them and warmed them up because I had to go kind of deep into their psyche. And so I created a relationship with them. And I said to them, think of a goal that you haven't achieved. And so they all said one. There's about 12 of them for dinner. And I said, what percent of the goal did you actually get? Like, if you wanted to buy a piece of real estate, did you place 20 offers but none was accepted? Or did you only place one offer? Or did you only look at properties but not place an offer? Like, in your mind, what percent of the way did you get? And I was completely dumbfounded. Every one of the 12 admitted they hadn't started. Hmm. Every one of the 12 admitted they hadn't started. And so when my conclusion is that if you simply start a goal, You've got a gigantic possibility of achieving it. And the vast majority of people who don't achieve a goal, it's because they don't even start. Hmm. And buying a house might be such a giant activity that most people don't even start. They just talk about it or they just wish they could have it or they agonize or procrastinate or take courses but don't actually get into action. And so the MTO, at least the minimum level of MTO, actually gets you into action. However tiny it is, like one of my clients wanted to run a marathon. She was 50 pounds overweight, and she'd never even jogged once in her life. Her minimum was to subscribe to Runner's World magazine. Well, she did that within five minutes, but at least she did something. And then her target, I think, was to go to, um, to a running shoe store and buy good running shoes. The outrageous is to simply see if they had a running club. But she got her outrageous. She found that there was a running club. Well, next month she could go further. Next month she could go further. But if a 50-year-old, sorry, if a 50-pound overweight woman who'd never jogged before in her life wrote down as a goal, I'm going to run a marathon, she can write that down as much as she wants, and she can listen to Zig Ziglar for the next 100 years. Nothing will ever happen. (laughs) Very true. And that, uh, I I see the power in that. I I see that... uh, Folks who have it written on the mirror that they're going to wholesale three deals this month, even though they've never wholesaled one, are never gonna because there's just no path. That's right. There's no path from here to there. But uh, that's right. You know anything that that spurs them into taking the smallest action. You gave the you gave the example of finding a real estate agent. Well, once you found a real estate agent, the real estate agent is kind of going to be calling you and saying, "Hey, do you want to go look at some of those properties I sent you?" That's right. I'll be there in <laughs> half an hour with the back door open. Hop in. Well, okay, you hop in. Yes. And pretty soon you're driving around, you see a property, and then he gets a phone call saying, I've decided to list my house. Oh, my gosh. Well, instead of going for a listing, I might bring a client over. When you go over there, serendipity happens, you place an offer, you're the only one who knows about it, bang, you get a deal. You, you never know once you get into action. Things happen automatically. It's powerful. And by the way, there's about 100 things that I teach in my, in my program MTO is one that typically catches people's fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. And I, and I should mention, Raymond, that you are one of our keynote speakers at the 2012 OREA convention, which uh, this is actually the first time the folks uh, here listening to Real Life Real Estate have heard about it this year, but it will not be the last time because... 
Uh, we will be making that available as usual through WMKV later on in the year. But uh, everybody write these dates down so you don't accidentally schedule your wedding over them or something. Okay. It's November the 8th, 9th, 10th, and 11th, and it's here in Cincinnati. And on Friday morning, Raymond is going to be spending about uh, two hours talking about uh, how to how to how to make this happen for yourself, how to how to make the convention, you know, work even better for you <laughs> than it usually does. And how to take the stuff that you're going to learn from the real estate folks at the convention and pick it up and move it into real life as opposed to just onto the shelves. Uh, Raymond, I would like. Oh, go ahead. Hold on. I would just like to endorse you, Vina. I've been at your Aria conventions and you deserve to have the biggest real estate conventions in all of the United States. You deserve it. You do such a great show. People are so wowed when they walk in the room. Everything is set up so beautifully. You you invite only the best speakers. And I'm not boasting about myself. I'm being honest. You you know, you really vet your speakers. You make sure they give honest value. You make sure that what they teach is up to date and it's not old stuff that they used to do 20 years ago and they're still giving the same old speech. You take such good care of your clients and you do such a good job and you're so cons- committed and you're you're right there on the front line making sure everything goes well the orea convention is brilliant i I just love going there and i'm honored to be invited there to be the keynote speaker and i will i will i will go nuts giving every ounce of wisdom i've got i'll just go berserk out of my respect for you vina and the wonderful people who are attracted to you because they want to make something more for themselves and we very much look forward to seeing you there and we have a caller on line one lucy from indianapolis lucy welcome to real life real estate Oh, thank you, Vina. It's such a pleasure to talk to you. And to you. I have a question. Okay. Okay, I don't mean to blindside our our dear friend, but he doesn't know me and how busy I am. So I will fill him in that I have nine children and a husband and real estate, and sometimes I just feel like I'm at my wit's end. Everybody thinks I get so much done, but really I feel like I get nothing done. How can I... Uh, using your system, how do I change my mindset and make sure that I am indeed effective and get things done? Lucy, you don't have to have, first of all, congratulations on having nine children. That's, <laughs> that's, you must have been pregnant for 20 years. That's amazing. True. But, very true. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, here's another giant secret. Okay. When you, Lucy, write a goal, the first question that comes to your mind is, oh, my God, when am I going to have time to do this? When Raymond writes a goal, when I write a goal, the first and only question that I ask myself is, oh, my God, who's going to do this? And one of the biggest things that I teach is delegation. If there is a goal that you've been unable to achieve, then that means that you're incompetent at doing it. Maybe you're incompetent at the physical task of doing it, or maybe you're... In- Did we just lose Raymond? Uh-oh. <laughs> well, see, Lucy, he calls you incompetent, and the phone line <laughs> gods shut and, him and down. The phone, I'll tell you what, he called me incompetent, and the phone gods took him off. Oh, no, I feel so bad. It's all my fault. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'm sure it's the international phone lines because Raymond was uh, calling us from Canada. So uh, 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 Mike is busily um, 
getting him back. And Absolutely. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. I have really enjoyed what you've talked about with him so far, um, because what he just said really struck at me, hit the nail on the head. Obviously, it's not that I'm not motivated to get my goals done. It's not that I don't want to. But somewhere along that process, it's not my area of expertise. Mm-hmm. So I should be getting somebody else to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And eventually all those nine kids will be grown up and you can delegate to each of them. But in the meantime, <laughs> a question that I'm going to to have for Raymond when we get him back is going to have to do with delegate to who? Because I know most most folks who listen to the show are, are you know, one man operations or it's perhaps a husband and wife working together. And you, you can only hand stuff off to yourself and to each other just so often <laughs> and then and, and, and then who uh so um i okay so we have raymond back and okay, I, very uh, good. raymond where we lost you you were you were calling lucy incompetent and then the phone got struck and you went away <laughs> oh my gosh what a horrible place to leave <laughs> yes what a, lucy are, i hope you don't hate me but what i mean Not is, at all. i don't mean you're a bad person or that you're an incompetent person i mean you're incompetent at doing that task either because you don't have all the skills, you might have some of them, but not all of them, or because you don't know how to carve out the time to do it, but for whatever reason, it's not getting done. And the funny thing is, the thing that you're unable to do might be a tiny, tiny portion of the whole task. I'll do a funny one that's not real estate related. I wanted to do sit-ups every morning. My sister, who's not athletic at all, showed me one day when I came over that she could do 60 absolutely perfect sit-ups. I said, how the hell did you do that? And she said, I did one the first day and two the second day and three the third day and four the fourth day. And at the end of two months, I could do 60 perfect sit-ups. So I said, I'm going to do that. And a week went by and I hadn't done a single one. And so I said to my wife, you know when you wake up, you roll over and you say, good morning, sweetie. I said, don't do that anymore. From now on, I want you to roll over in the morning and say, on the floor, give me 20. (laughs) And and so as soon as she said that, I said, oh, my God, you're right. And I'd slip off, land on the floor, and do one sit-up. One. It took one second. And the next day I did two, and the next day I did three. And so the thing is, what I was unable to do was get started. Get started. I couldn't get onto the floor. Well, once my wife ordered me to get on the floor, I could get on the floor. Once I was on the floor, I could do the first sit-up. And so, as silly as that seems, I was able to do 60 absolutely perfect sit-ups because I delegated the one thing I couldn't do, and that's get on the floor. And you'll notice that when you are unable to do something that is maybe a 20 or 30 item thing, because in our way of thinking in an urban environment, we don't think of taking a step, taking a step, taking a step. We think in bigger terms like walking to the corner that involves many different items. When you come up with a goal like buy a piece of real estate, that's like a 30 or 50 or 100 step program. There's going to be one step in there that you can't do or don't have the time to do or you're not sure of yourself or you need some help. And when you delegate that one thing, which often costs nothing, then you can get all 100 steps done for the lack of getting one step done beforehand. And so delegation is the secret to success. Whenever I write a goal, in fact, in my goal writing program, part of writing a goal is choosing the part that you're going to delegate. Mm. I will not let my... Let's say the goal was um, place minimum place one offer, target place two offers, outrageous place four offers. The very next line of the goal is 
to help me, I will delegate. And then you have to think of something you're going to delegate. I'm going to delegate finding a house to a realtor. I'm going to delegate um, getting pre-approved for a mortgage to my mortgage broker. I'm going to delegate getting Thursday evenings off to my husband to babysit for me. Like, think of some delegation that will give you the thing that you're missing in order to get that goal done. And that, when I say you're incompetent at it, I don't mean you're a bad person. I just mean there's something you can't do. Very good. Um, Yeah, you know, I'm I'm relating that back to exercising. And and it occurs to me that I had used a term called threshold resistance. I knew there was something preventing me from exercising. And finally, this is so silly that I'm, a, I'm ashamed to admit on being a show because people I know are listening. It was as simple as getting all the weights in the same place in front of the TV in the basement. Yes. Yes. Do you know that I was, if you want to see it here silly, every one of my clients has these silly things. One of my clients, I said to her, tell me a goal that you've wanted to do for a long, long time. She said, read this particular book. I said, how long? She said, 20 years. For 20 years, there's a particular book she's wanted to read. And I said, what's the one thing that you need to delegate to get that done? And she said, I've never bought the book yet. <laughs> she's not wow. even bought it. She wants to read it. She hasn't even bought it. And she says, I'm married. My husband will do anything for me. I said, what do you think he could do for you? She said, he, 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 there's a bookstore right in the mall that he works in. He can just buy it for me on the way home tonight. That's it for 20 years. She could, didn't know how to go into a bookstore to buy that book. I mean, she knows how to go into a bookstore, but she All never right. went into a bookstore to buy that book. She delegated it to her husband. The thing was there that night. Interesting. That is fabulous. Thank you for sharing all that with me. I, I very much appreciate it. And please, Lucy, don't feel bad. Typically what stops you and what stops others that I've coached over the years is the tiny little things. Just like that, the tiny little things. And so as soon as you delegate the tiny things, it's, uh, it becomes easy. And typically people don't delegate giant things that cost thousands of dollars. It's, t- it's typically the little things that stop them, which cost almost nothing. So mm-hmm. I've talked about NTO and I've talked about delegation. It's mandatory in my system. You're not allowed to write a goal until you identify the part of it that you think you're going to have difficulty with and decide who to delegate it to. And sometimes for me, it's as simple as um, if I want to really be alone for one evening and and work on writing a book, let's say, what I might delegate is to a a corner pizza shop to make me dinner and deliver it. (laughs) As simple as that, because otherwise I'd blow an hour making dinner. Oh, gosh, yes. Cooking is such a waste of time. I absolutely agree. Okay, I apologize. I missed the first few minutes of the call, so I may have missed a resource such as, have you written a book that I can read? Can I friend you on Facebook? Is there is there a website? How do I continue this? Because you can't fix well, me in an 11-minute phone call. Well, actually, no, but you can go to Vina's Amazing Conference coming up in November. And not, you know what? I'll give you my book for free. I was oh, going to tell you to go buy my book, but... I, I hope Dina allows me to. You can just go to my website, Aaron.com, A-A-R-O-N. That's my last name, A-A-R-O-N. Go to Aaron.com and download my book for free. No charge, no strings attached. Download my book for free. Thank you so much. It's called, it's called Double Your Income, Doing What You Love. 
and it teaches you the MTO method and it teaches you delegation and teaches you all the other things I talked about. I didn't actually get permission from Vina to do that. I hope it's okay. <laughs> well, yeah. she can blame it on me. I think I stir the pot anyway, as she knows. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you for your call, Lucy. Uh, Raymond, we need to take another quick break. I want to invite folks, though, uh, who might have questions or issues, as Lucy did, to either give us a call at 877-772-9658 or to send us an email through askvina.com. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Vina Jones-Cox. My guest today is Raymond Aaron, and we're talking about the uh, sort of mental secrets to success as opposed to the educational secrets to success. If you are looking for the educational secrets to wholesaling success and want to help WMKV meet that $9,200 budget shortfall, all we need is for 100 people to sign up for our upcoming all day wholesaling seminar by the way i do that math as a matter of fact i think that would be the outrageous goal is to have a hundred people signed up for that because uh that would that would that would meet the budget shortfall and create 99 brand new wholesalers so you can get more information about how to attend that one day class through a 99 dollars pledge to wmkv by going to wmkvfm.org and you can attend live or online one more quick announcement before I completely forget about it because I've been so fascinated with the conversation with Raymond today. Uh, tomorrow night is Cincinnati RIA's annual trade show, and that is one of the biggest events of the year for Cincinnati RIA. Tons and tons of people show up that we just don't even see any other time of the year. That is being held at the receptions uh, meeting hall in Loveland, Ohio, and you can go to CincinnatiRIA.com. For more information about how to get there, it starts at 6 o'clock in the evening. There will be uh, 30 or 40 vendors and service providers there telling you how they can make you money, save you money, make your life easier, and tons of door prizes. So many door prizes. You won't even know what to do with all the door prizes. That is open to the public. That's Vendor Night 2012. More information at CincinnatiRIA.com. That's CincinnatiREIA.com. Okay, so Raymond, uh, going back to our conversation about how to double your income, um, you speak a little bit different language than most of the folks that we hear talking about things like delegation. Because when you when you sent me this this article that said, "Oh, you know, you should delegate," my 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 first thought was, "Who, who does he think he's talking to? He's talking to people that are." You know, they've they've already got their kids doing the dishes and their husband walking the dogs so that they can look at deals on the computer at night. Who the heck are they going to delegate something to? They're not. These aren't. These aren't. These aren't big businesses. When you say delegate, you're not really. You're not necessarily talking about taking taking a job and assigning it to a person. Yes, I'm talking about taking a job and assigning it to a person. But sometimes the job is very, very small, and people will do it for you for free. And sometimes it's things that you're doing anyways. Every time you hire a babysitter, you're delegating. Every time you hop into a cab, you're delegating. Every time you buy a shirt or a dress or a piece of clothing, you're delegating the design and the manufacturing, the shipping and the retailing to other people. So practically, there's nothing that you do that you do by yourself. Practically every single thing you do involves delegation. You just pretend that you're doing it on your own. Hmm. And so when you write a goal and it's obligatory to write down a delegation, 
you will think of something that you'll probably be unable to do that, or, or you'll, you'll procrastinate or you won't get done. And if you think of a delegation, you'll be able to do quite easily. For example, there are people who for some reason like to do their own tax return, which just seems crazy to me since they've got no expertise in it and don't take a course in it and don't upgrade their skills each year and somehow they want to do their own tax return. But what stalls them for months leading up to the day they have to submit their tax return is they have all their returns sitting in a shoebox. Well, you can hire a bookkeeper at, let's say, $20 an hour or someone who's studying to become a bookkeeper. For gosh sakes, anybody can do it and just pile into your hundreds of receipts and organize them for you and put them in neat piles and total it up for you. That might take five hours for a bookkeeper to do, but it might take you 10 hours because you'll get distracted, plus another 30 hours of procrastinating it beforehand. Hmm. So if you pay somebody $20 an hour for five hours, $100, I'm not saying money is not is nothing, but I'm saying if you can get that done effortlessly, all of your receipts all sorted and totaled all neatly for you, my gosh, it makes filing your tax return easy. There are so many ways when you start thinking about it where you can delegate tasks at little or no money and be able to fly through the thing that previously would stop you. And that that's a real change in mindset for, I suspect, a lot of entrepreneurs, but I know for sure for real estate entrepreneurs because we often struggle with the, if it's got to be, if it's going to be done right, it's got to be done by me. Control yes, freak you know what? Thing. I hear that nonsense all the time. People say, nobody can do it as good as me. but baloney. I mean, actually, no one can do it as bad as you. <laughs> because if you procrastinated for months or years, then no one can do it as badly as you. For God's sakes, there are people I know who have wanted to clean their garage for 20 years. And I said, if you hired somebody to clean your garage and 20 years later they hadn't started, would that be acceptable? And they would say, no, I would have fired them within three days. Yeah, well, then why are you hiring yourself to do things that you're not good at doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, and you see people, you see people uh, do things like uh, uh, their minimum goal will be I'm going to create a business card. And then they get hung up on the logo because they're not graphic artists. And they right. don't, and, 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 and their plan is apparently to go become graphic artists, to go read the book, get the software, figure it out so that they can create a logo, which is the smallest is, part of what they're trying which is to the accomplish. Part and they're incompetent at it, and they truly are incompetent at it, and it can be done so easily and so effortlessly. Just, I'll give you a little clue. If you want to have a logo made for $5, just go to Fiverr.com. F-I-V-E-R-R. So it's a double R. F-I-V-E-R-R.com. There are about 50,000 providers there that will do anything you want for five bucks they'll design a logo they'll design a cover for your book they will phone 20 people for you and uh, ask them and ask a survey of them they'll do whatever you want mm-hmm. whatever you want for five bucks it's unbelievable and there's tons of there's tons of uh, just virtual assistant websites out there anymore where in right. in five minutes you can create an account post a job and literally 20 minutes later you'll have 15 bids on the job 
some of which are from people who have degrees in graphic art or degrees yeah. in bookkeeping and, yeah. and it's and and, and 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 instead of instead of spending the next you know month going through your graphic design software you can literally have that thing on your desk in less than 24 hours and move on with it here let me tell you this let me tell you this i I've just been given the nod. This is a gigantic honor. I mean, you know that I've written two Chicken Soup for the Soul books, which was a huge honor. And one of them, Chicken Soup for the Parent Soul, hit New York Times Top Ten. But there's another honor you don't know about. I've just been given the nod. I'm the next for Dummies author. Oh. And my, yeah, I know. It's huge. And my book is Branding Small Business for Dummies. I know I'm one of the world's experts in branding, and I teach people how to get anything they want, whether they're an investor in real estate or whatever they're whatever their goal is, I teach them how to brand themselves so people want to do business for them. People come to them to do business with them instead of you having to go out and get deals on your own. And I went to Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com, and I said, download a typical For Dummies book, you know, the typical format, the yellow glossy cover, soft cover. Mm -hmm. And I said, change the cover to... Branding Small Business for Dummies and change the name to Raymond Aaron and mock me up a cover. $5 <laughs> in two days. And for $5, I got a cover for my For Dummies book, which will be a million seller. $5. <laughs> it didn't take six months. It didn't take $10,000 to hire a local graphic artist here in Cincinnati. It was $5. And I have no idea where that graphic artist lives. Could be in the Philippines or India or wherever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very it's good. When you learn how to delegate, life races forward. Yes, and and just just again the very act of of looking at at your big to do list and saying what part of this do I not have to do? What what part of this can, right. can somebody else do, I not do? Have to do? Or can someone else do? Or what is the part that's going to hold me up? That I I say I want I want to do it, and I'm the only one who can do it. But truthfully, I'm the only one who can't do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that, that that would be huge for a lot of people who have something that is yeah. standing in the way of, of themselves and doubling their income. And speaking of which, we have like, I don't know, five minutes left in the show here. And, and we titled when I when I sent out the when I sent out the uh, uh, email announcing that you're going to be on. The title was how to double your income by changing your mind. Right. Everybody wants to double their income. I, I, I can't imagine that you could point it to anybody in the entire world that if if you said, Hey, would you like to double your income? would say, Oh no, 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 no. I'm I'm good with my income. So right. if everybody wants to do it and so few people are doing it, what is it that's that's setting apart the ones who can from the ones who can't? Okay, I'll explain it to you. When you are in a particular group of people you will rise or fall to their level or typically stay at their level. So I had a client who was buying one or two properties a year and she wanted to take it up to a property a month. And I said, what do you need? She says, I don't need anything. I know how to buy real estate. I said, why aren't you doing this? She says, I have no idea. I said, good. I'm going to change your mindset right now. She says, go ahead. I said, there's a group that meets and each, it's the first Monday of each month and they meet for breakfast, and they talk about their successes and their problems in real estate, and I knew that each one of them was buying one or two properties a month. I begged them to let her in, even though she didn't qualify. They did me a favor. They let her in. Well, the first month, you go around the table saying, how many did you buy? How many did you buy? I bought one. I bought three. I bought one. I bought two. They get to her, and she's I haven't bought one in a year. 
Next month, she's having about one in a year, and they're looking at it like, what is up with you, lady? From the third month on, she bought one a month, regular as clockwork, and that's been going for several years now. I just changed her mindset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one lesson, and I know I know there's 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 got to be dozens, but we can only hit the high points here on Real Life Real Estate Investing, is hang out with people who are as successful as you want to be, if not more so. Absolutely, and delegate to people who are eager to help you. Mm-hmm. And stop saying I'm the only one who can do it, because the truth is you're the only one who can't do it. If it hasn't been done by now, you're the only one who can't do it. Anyone else can do your tax return. Anyone else can do bookkeeping. Anyone else can find and there's just so many things that other people can do. It's actually so conceited to think you're the only one who can do it. Like, what a coincidence that you're the only one. There's six billion people on the planet. You happen to be the only one. <laughs> Very like, good even point. Even your desk. People say, well, I'm the only one who can clean my desk because I have to know what each piece of paper is for. I said, yeah, well, if your desk has been messy for a decade, you're the only one who can't clean it. What you do is you hire someone to stand there and say, what do you do with this paper? What do you need with this paper? And then when you tell them they file it or they throw it in the garbage or they send it to the accountant or whatever, and within an hour, your desk is spotless. But on your own, you can't do it. And so you delegated. Delegation doesn't mean abdication. Delegation doesn't mean you tell somebody else to clean your desk and then everything's a mess because you don't know where everything is. Delegation means that you ask somebody to do all or part of it for you or with you. All or part of it for you or with you. So if they do it with you, you don't lose any control, but they actually help you get it done. Excellent advice and something that we hear all too little here in uh, real estate because uh, all of our gurus have done a lot of what they've done themselves and delegate very little and have done it the hard way. So a uh, new mindset for us and one, Raymond, that I know you're going to instill on us even more at the upcoming Ohio Real Estate Investors Association Convention. Again, I want to remind listeners, you are all invited. I don't care where you are in the whole United States. We had folks show up from 23 states last year so uh, it's not a it's not about investing in Ohio it's just the Ohio Real Estate Investors Association that runs it so we want to invite all of you and now would be a great time to get your plane ticket it's November 8th 9th 10th and 11th here in Cincinnati Raymond Aaron my guest today will be one of the keynote speakers we will have over a dozen additional experts from all over the United States in all sorts of different topics from note buying to flipping apartment buildings to raising money, just all all kinds of great stuff. And you will hear more about that coming up on WMKV very, very soon. So Raymond, appreciate your time and uh, look forward to seeing you in November. We are about out of time here, but we will definitely be back next week with more information to put you on the path to financial independence through real estate investing. Until then, happy investing.